Hello everybody, this is Joe from Joe's Universal Compendium, and I just wanted to update you guys on the new format we're going to be using. So I know we've been kind of MIA for pretty much the second half of this past year due to personal reasons and other things, but I'm not really going to delve into that. What I will be saying is that from this point on, from this episode that will be uploaded following this uh, clip, we will be doing two episodes a month. So, we'll be having two episodes go up a month, and it'll be a lot easier for both me and Valk, and hopefully better content for overall, so I'm looking forward to getting this stuff going out. Uh, until then, next time, we'll see you, and here is the new episode. And hello everybody, it's been a while, uh, a lot of things have happened, but I'm still alive, Valk is still here, and things are on the upkeep. So I, mean, I don't know if things are on the uptick. I mean, Jesus Christ, we're we're gonna have people coming in with all the gift cards now. Oh God, yeah. By the way, anybody who works in retail or hospitality, God bless your soul. It's hell out there right now. Yeah, yesterday was Christmas. Yeah. Just so you guys can get a date on this. Yeah, yesterday was Christmas, and. It is now the time between Christmas is over and New Year's where everybody has to spend that Christmas money. Or do all their returns. Yeah, or both. God forbid. But yeah, here we are. And in this time frame, you know, there's a couple things that's that's happened in the past couple months leading up to this Christmas fiasco. Uh, One of them is being that uh, both me and Valk willingly spent money to watch... Sword Art Online. Yeah, it, um... I don't know how that happened. Considering my, um... Great distaste. Yes, let, let, let's use that to put it politely. Um... Yeah, we we watched the... We watched Arya of a Starless Night. Okay, and... I'm gonna start it off with... Because I'm gonna let you do, like, the heavy part of this, but... As somebody who watched the first season of the show, watched the second season of the show, which was just uh, him rescuing Asuna again, and then watching parts of the other one and then stopping, realizing that it was a waste of my time, coming back to this one, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, you know, the, the things that we liked about the original SAO, which was the first bit of it, still here, okay. A lot more character involvement with Asuna. I'm like, all right, all right. If there is one thing that I partake and decided from this, from watching it, Kirito is a much better side character than a main yeah. character. Yeah, honestly, um, if if the rest of Progressive is like this, you know, a lot of this movie was just how. SAO should have been done the first time around. Because <laughs> Kirito's character he's better as a bit of an enigma. Yes. That that guy who's just kinda there. He pops up when he's needed and then he vanishes into the ether when he's not needed. He's, you know he's that invisible guy who's always working behind the scenes to get everyone out but you know they're they're still convinced that sao is you know a good place to be even though it's definitely not that's yeah. the main problem it, it's not a place where people want to be i mean seriously have you we all fall out of playing a game even if it's just you know we take a break from it for a while eventually we get bored of it and we need a change of scenery this this wouldn't be good and I don't know, most people kind of collapse under pressure like that. Yeah. I mean, like, if you look at it, like, it's because it's been a while, and um, most people who want to see it have seen it, in my opinion. So I will say this is a little bit spoilers. But this made me so much more invested in the character that is Asuna. She's much more fleshed out. Um, I mean, she's fleshed out a little bit. Um compared to what it was before in my opinion i feel like i'm a little bit more attached not by much but my problem with it is it kind of ruins asana's character 
a little bit too. Like it's better, but it's also worse. You know, it gives her a from. bit of the agency that she lost in like the first what was it like episode seven or eight that she was already standing off to the side damsel in distress style yeah please kirito kun don't die against he squeef you know fucking um it gives her a bit of that agency back but it also makes her tire rope to kirito like right away which i don't know i i like the sort of at each other thing that they had going at first yeah, I kind of wish that stays, but I don't. But like, if if he does it right, which can apparently, so this is something I found out too because uh, I have a, a friend of mine who uh, is currently up to date with all the newer Sword Art Online stuff, and not like the old one, but like progressive. progressive. Yeah, and he was telling me that um, it's completely different, and it's the author took everything that was wrong and he like took the experience that he had and now he's just trying to make it a better series yeah Which, but, but this is reki kawahara so you know we still have the problem with sexual assault of young women yeah hopefully he gets over that if he doesn't i mean like that just kind of kills everything but he won't uh, he, he didn't get over it when he started writing progressive it's not going away yeah yeah but I do. I will say I do like the uh, uh the addition of the other character. Uh, her best yes. friend. Um, Mito is a fantastic choice because, frankly, Asuna needs another character. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't work coming into Sao solo. Like even in the original, it was essentially the same thing. You know. She's not a gamer, brother's away, but, you know, she just decides to pop on the nerve gear for what reason? She has, she has zero reason to put on the nerve gear, and she never mentions any friends that are interested in gaming, so there's zero reason for her to suddenly spend $800 on a game console. Exactly. You know, and it, it wouldn't be $800 fucking dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> At this point, yeah. Like, 100%. the Nerve Gear would be a high-end PC on its own that you'd probably have to attach to your PC. Yep. So if you didn't already have a PC and a PC that didn't have the right specs, oh god, you're probably looking at, like, at least two grand for everything you need. Yeah. But let's, let's not get into the tech gear. stuff. Let's, uh, let's... Anyways, but yeah. I don't know, like, honestly, if... If they wanted to do progressive in movie form you know I'd, I'd actually be down to watch it because i think about an hour and a half is about as long as i can handle sao <laughs> yeah no that's fair i agree like it was just long enough and it had some of the good stuff that we remembered from the very small bit that was really good when it first came out the new characters i like overall i like that this is not like jumping all over the place anymore like yeah it actually feels it's a little bit more coherent um yeah it, it's still got some problems um obviously but uh got a lot of problems um <laughs> it's it's Ricky kawahara um <laughs> like look look i i will i will say this about Ricky kawahara he is under no impression that he is f scott fitzgerald right he doesn't think he's some great writer he knows that he's not the best writer and He's trying to get better. I I will commend the hell out of him for that, recognizing that sort of stuff, because that's hard to do when you've got something that's as big of a media darling as SAO is, frankly. Yeah. Because it, it's been, what, 10 years since SAO came out? It's been a while, yeah. That like, sounds it was, about what, right. 2012? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's about to be 2022. <laughs> um, Might be by the time we get this shit edited. <laughs> Um, oh wow yeah but yeah fucking uh it's it's something and yeah. i will say um if i didn't talk to my friend beforehand because he was about he, he was telling me he was excited for it and everything i probably would have had a little bit of a i probably would have not been as open but he was so adamant to me about like giving it a second chance because it's not nearly as bad as the first run so so far 
I will give Reki some credit. He did a solid job setting up the first for the first bit, and I like that it was only just the first level, right? Because yeah. like one of the biggest things that we had is that like we went from the first few episodes being the first level, and we're like, holy shit, how are they going to get through this? And then episode what two or three, he's yeah, already on. They're like level thirty or something. Yeah, they're already on like four, like forty-two, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Like, granted. We're not expecting you to do 100 volumes, one for each floor, but, you know, we you gotta have some kind of a... There's gotta be a bit of pacing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't just jump to 30% of the way through, get to 80% of the way through, realize, oh, wait, I'm gonna have a pacing issue, so uh, let's just end it here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's literally what it was. It was probably, um... I can't stretch this out into two or three more volumes without it feeling like it's taking way too fucking long. I need to end this now, but it yeah. makes no sense for them to jump to floor 100. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, like, that's that's the kind of shit it is. Like, for instance, I will say this. The pacing in Mushoko Tensei as a light novel, fantastic. It only just ended very recently as a light novel series. And it started a very long time ago. And it followed him from a kid to an adult. So that was fantastic. And then there's Shield Hero, which is like volume 26. And it's been like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. It's just like, come on. (laughs) But but I digress. But he did a good job resetting it. Um, I think he did a phenomenal job with the newer characters. I think that might be where his biggest plus is his biggest boon is because you take these newer characters it's like it's kind of like he's like all right cool i'm gonna use these characters as agents to make my babies better characters if that makes sense and mito and then the girl who shows at the very end of the video at the very end of the movie who clearly is going to be some kind of character that knows more probably another breaker because the other thing is that like the only breaker we saw was kirito wasn't it beater or beater, I'm breaker, so, beater, yeah, whatever. Stupid term. It's just like, yeah, yeah, he, he's a beater, just like ninety percent of guys. Um, but you but, know, fucking, oh god, that I always found that shit super annoying. It's like a game that's supposedly as massive as this, and Kirito's the only one that we like actually see. Also, it's like, oh, he he knew the attack pattern was different. It's just like, well, yes, he played the beta. You, you you do know that devs change things about encounters prior to launch between the beta, right? That's why it's called a beta. It, it's it's not it's not the final version. So if they decide to change the boss's attack patterns in a way that it would necessitate a new weapon, or maybe they just put a different attack pattern in the beta so that people wouldn't have the whole content experience, you know. It, it would still make sense, and it's stupid either way. Yeah, but, you know, your your stories sometimes need those idiots that don't really know what the hell they're talking about, which in this case I wasn't too upset about. You know, it's like, it is what it is. But I do like the, like, obviously to me, that girl that we saw at the very end after Kirito and Asuna declared that they're going to travel is going to be a beater. Or, or you know, or whatever. Whatever the fucking term is. Yeah, and... It's also obvious that Mito was also a beater, because, you know, she said it. So we already have, instead of having just Kirito the sole one, we now have two confirmed with a possible three that actually get screen time, and you're seeing three different approaches to the game. Kirito moves forward. It looks like Mito's going to be somebody who's going to, you know, bring up the lower level people to ship them off. And then you have others. So that's something else that actually, like, if he handles it properly, would be fucking amazing. Because then you have, like, a whole plethora of characters who are, like, the high-level characters that aren't just high-level, like, in the sense of, like, what we got from the original Sal, but, like, high-level in that whole, like, supposed beater issue that this game was going to have that we never actually saw anything about. So that'll be kind of cool to see if he actually does anything with that. So, overall... I don't think it was an awful movie. I don't think it was amazing, but I don't think it was awful. It wasn't bad. I'll I'll give it like a 58. You know, it's watchable. 
I'm not going to recommend it to anyone. You you need to get a 60 for that, but... I'd recommend yeah. it to anybody who was a fan of Sal. If that's, you know, If you've got thing. 90 minutes on your hands and you don't really want to... And you want something you can kind of poke fun at, this is a good choice for that. Yeah. Uh, the- me, I watched it with my boy George. Um, half the time we were just making SAO abridged references to each other. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, like, that's good, too. Like, I will say also, like, the only other constant that this series will ever have is phenomenal animation and phenomenal music. I mean, it's... decent animation and good music. Yeah. Valk is a little bit more of a Carter critic than I am. In I am. Things. I'm a bit of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch more things than I can. I, If I don't like it, I don't watch it yeah and that is fair and that's going to actually which is why i watched like five things this season <laughs> yeah that's how i was gonna say just what i was gonna say is like that actually brings us to our next thing we're gonna uh oh, talk oh, you, about you some uh you. things that we watched this season you don't want to know how not... i was gonna rewrite sao hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i've got to, i actually did do a whole thing for that i never actually wrote it because time but yeah uh I would love to hear that at some point because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I will say this se- this year, not just this season, but this year in general for anime. It's been okay. It's pretty solid. Like I mean, a lot it's of... no 2018. No, I 2018 was anime year. 2018 probably had the best run of anime that I've seen in a very long time. And shows people still talk about to this day. So, there's that. But this season, this year, was actually not too bad. A lot of filler. And yeah. I think I said something about this before, yeah. too. Yeah, like, a lot. Oh my god. There was a lot of filler anime. Like, a lot of shows uh, that I didn't expect to get an anime. Or I wasn't expecting an anime that soon. Like, uh, Spirit Chronicles. Because I'm not going to say their Japanese name. That show, right? I actually don't mind that show. Valk has a couple bug problems with that show, and I agree. I just like dropped it. I was bored. <laughs> the, I, I, dude, I don't you. you saying that right now just reminded me that that show existed. Yeah, no, I had right, to do. I had to do the little loading wheel thing, where it's just like, what is he talking? <laughs> oh wait, I watched three episodes of that. All right, so let me <laughs> let me explain, right? So. First of all, the biggest gripe that Valk had was, which is a very fair gripe, is there was no need to, you know, remind them of their past life. It it didn't need to be an isekai. It didn't need to be. No, it didn't need to be. Zero bearing on the entire thing. The only bearing it had on the entire story is that he knows where one girl comes from, and that's about it. Like that has zero import. Yeah, zero, exactly. Zero importance to the story. But the reason why I enjoyed this show, and I'll explain why I'm kind of surprised I got an anime now, I thought it was not bad. Like, it was it was some junk food. Like, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. I kind of liked the... I kind of liked seeing the uh, vengeful protagonist here and there every once in a while in the show. Because they're not necessarily... It may not necessarily be a good reason for them to be vengeful, but it's like, you know what? I can do... I can enjoy some, like vengeful characters especially as a main character every once in a while and that's fine the show itself isn't bad it's not it's not amazing it's not bad um just a couple gripes here and there with some of the story plot and some of the progression because he's always he is in a perpetual time time like skip always so he'll get to one area and then he'll stay there for a little while and be like time has passed it's like we don't need all that we know but you know it is what it is but like overall it was a show that i enjoyed it's definitely not my favorite of the season because there, there are some shows that I were oh god i loved this season but like it, it was not it was not bad I, I wanted to start off with that one to get that out of the way but one of my favorites this season was Tsukimichi. and i loved Tsukimichi because it was one that I knew deserved an anime and was needing one. And it was a good time for it to come out. But I liked it because the 
it's not necessarily a serious show. Like, it's got its serious moments, and it definitely handled them very well, but I fucking love the comedy and the banter between him and his uh, cohorts, cohorts as I'll call them, and they're vibrant personalities, and it's a really good show, and just, it, it shows, because he's just, he, he's just doing his thing, and it's, it, it's great, I love seeing it, but that's why I like that one, it was definitely one of my favorites of this season, or this year in general. Although we didn't watch a lot. Like, I'm pretty sure between both of us, we did not watch a lot of anime this year. This year, honestly, I think that the number... I think I've got, like, eight shows that I'm going to remember after (laughs) this year. Yeah. I... I just didn't really care for much of the stuff that was on offer this year. Like, let's see, what... What do I have? Fucking, um... The first 12 episodes of Wonder Egg, we don't count that finale. <laughs> um, first 12 episodes of Wonder Egg is uh, anime of the year for me. Yeah, but, oh god, the, that last episode just completely takes it out of the running. Um, we have to count it as a fucking complete thing. Um, was, uh, was Horimiya, I think? Skate the Infinity was this year, right? Yeah, that yeah, Skate that the was Infinity. winter. Yeah, that was winter. Yep. Uh, another one where the finale was just kind of meh. Yeah, I did not like the finale for that one, but it was like everything else was really good. That was a really well animated show. Yeah, um, fucking Tensor and Nikki. I like that one because it was nice and chill, and honestly, just we all know the scene. <laughs> Why not know that? <laughs> um, fucking uh, Higehiro, because uh, we've got Mr. Chad over here. Higehiro was a very good show at approaching that kind of situation that all other series do, but do it completely different. Um, Dungeon of Black Company was just a riot from start to finish. Like, literally every episode is just like, yeah, this is Stock Market the Anime. Yeah, this is Amazon the Anime. <laughs> it's like, it made fun of so many fucking tropes and just didn't care one bit. Oh, God, it was a good show. Um, Mashoku was good. Um, Mashoku was probably the heaviest show, show of the year. Reading the light novels as I am now, um, the the light novels have way better pacing. Yeah. Um, that being said, it still did a pretty good job with the pacing for I'm, an adaptation. We've, yeah, we've, for, we've definitely seen worse. We have. But I will say with Mushoko Tensei's um, point, from what I heard and what I did some, when I did some light researching, the instu- Wit Studio was specifically made to animate this series. I wouldn't be like, surprised. This was their prime job, was animating Mushoko Tensei. And I don't think they're done. No, no fucking way. With with how big Mashoku's been, nah. No, there's no. It's way. getting to season two. And season two is uh, absolute. It's gonna be a doozy. I mean, like this season alone. Like I said, like I said moments before, this was probably the heaviest show this year. Like it is thick. Thick. With emotions and different like approaches and like just watching somebody actually grow up, not only as a child but as a mentally forty-year-old man, like he is growing up in every aspect of the way. Let's see what, what else was there? Um, um, fucking. You know, we're, we're just coming to the stuff that I'm either watching now or just finished watching. Um, fucking. My senpai is annoying. Dude. I fucking pointed this out to Joe over here. I was yeah. like, you need to watch this show because the animation is way too good for a slice of life. And it fucking is. That shit is smooth. Especially Bro, the I first t- few episodes. Oh my god. When I tell you I watched that first episode, the first 40 seconds, and I was like, is this a movie? Is this a movie? There's no way that this is the quality of it. This is like as good as this is almost as good as, um, like Silent Voice or 
your name quality uh, animation. And and here's the funny thing. Here's the fucking funny thing about it all. It's made by the same studio that did um, Realist Hero last season. Yeah. So you can tell that this was an animation team that probably should have been swapped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Like, oh my god. Realist Hero, it was okay in the animation department. It wasn't anything stand out. Like, <laughs> they put the better animators on the slice of life, it seems. Oh my god, yes, there's at least a lot. the director. Yeah. If it was the same director, then I don't know what happened between those two projects, but... Um, Probably people got shuffled around or something like that, but we will never again, know. That fucking show, Sakurai's shit-eating grin, gives me life. Like, you, you just got some straight-up Nagatoro vibes from that. Bro, I know. And, like, the more I watch it, the more I watch it, the more that I fucking love all the different romance stories going on. Fucking. Imagine uh, writing a show or a, a manga and you've got Mr. Giga Chad. Absolutely Giga Chad. The male lead. And you've got, you know, the funny little Kohai. And it's like. Normally, that would be a great romance on its own. But then you go and write a side romance that is even better. <laughs> Bro, like, honestly, like, it's ridiculous. Like, most people don't actually care about uh, Takada and Igarashi all that much. It's all about Kazuma and Sakai. <laughs> they have so... Oh, my God. And then, like, not to mention her fucking best friend... Oh my god, fucking Natsumi. Oh, like oh that, my god. That whole time, whenever she's teasing Yuta, I'm just like, Natsumi, don't. You're gonna give <laughs> you're gonna give him a tall, dark-skinned tomboy fetish. Oh you're my going god. to ruin this boy. No, no. Can we talk about her room setup? Her PC setup? <laughs> you okay over there, Val? She you okay? Bank, bro. <laughs> All I have to say is, if you watch this show enough, there will be a scene where you see Natsumi is chilling in her room, talking, and you see her computer setup, and it is so clean, so clean. The triple monitor. Oh my god, dude, it's so nice. But that show, absolutely, give it a watch. And of course, you know it's not finished for those of us using American Netflix because we're, we're too lazy to set up the VPN on our computer. Um, also, my, my Xbox has the better TV. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> fucking, yeah. Comey. Comey, 100%. It's more like, popular it's... here in the West than it is in Japan. Um, but, really? But, you know, much more so, yeah. Like, I'm surprised by that, Japan actually. Japan doesn't, a lot of people in Japan are actually surprised that Comey is considered a pretty girl. True. Okay, I can see that. But, yeah, they they also just kind of don't like Todd No, because, you know, they, they don't have the concept of the Chad over there. No. Because over here, he's Chad No. Yeah, he is. Um, But, yeah, like, honestly, it makes more sense considering his character. He, he is very much normal high school guy they even made sure that his voice was as normal high school guy as possible right he's totally average the one exception is comey being the person who sits next to him yep um yeah uh he honestly actually... I'm, I'm just glad to see kogaoi get a get an actually good role for once like my god I yeah i know i know She's doing she, phenomenal as Comey. She gets Kaguya, and then the next... She probably had a few more, but the next anime role I see her in is in Bokutachi no Remake, and they make sure to give her the most annoying voice possible. It's like, okay, take Paimon, but make it worse. 
I'm talking. I'm thinking more like a second uh, Persona Four Golden Chie English voice annoying because that one is kind of annoying. If you've ever played Persona Four Golden Arena or not Arena, sorry, Persona Four Golden, and you play it in English and you listen to Chie, you want to hit her in the face. She's fucking annoying. It's her like, voice is annoying. She's Kogaoi is such a talented actress, and she is. I mean, she she just made Kaguya work, right? Yeah. Now, it's it, it's good to see her get to have a admittedly small vocal role, but she's she's just the queen of cute noises. Let's be honest. Yeah, she's doing phenomenal. Komi does so many cute noises. It's so great. I was like, <laughs> it's like, yes, this is. This is what we want. Um, but yeah, honestly, yeah. it was what, like eight, nine shows? That... Oh, Vivi. Vivi. Yeah. How could I forget Vivi? That was the big one for me this year. That was a big one for you, which, by the way, before you get into Vivi, Comey also did get second season announced, and it's not even done yet. So Yay. All right, but yes, Vivi. See, Vivi, uh, so I, I still have, I'm getting better at it, but like, I still hate Funimation. And Fuck Funimation. And Those assholes had to get fucking... They got all the good shit this year. Let's be brutally honest. They spent a lot of money this year. Like, they dropped a lot of money in this because they have Sony backing them. So they're like, we'll just... Here, here. Sony, give us like $4 million. Hey, just let us... Let us take this. But but just just let us take this show. But we're going to make it for... No, 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 no. Not Crunchyroll. Just us. Just Funimation. Just Funimation. That's that's what happened. And Vivi, I only got to see a little bit of it, and that shit looks insane. Dude, I got like four people to watch it. <laughs> um, and I only had to talk to one of them. That's beautiful. Like, like when uh, when my other buddy named Joe <laughs> uh, <laughs> came back to town from college um, for spring break. I, th- I think it was spring break. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like, dude, you need to watch this fucking show. And he's like, okay. So I, I show it to him. We only watched the first episode. He's just like, this is fucking awesome. So then he goes and watches it. His brother watches it because he saw Joe watching it. And then Joe goes back to college, gets his roommate to watch it. Oh, beautiful. Yes. His roommate's friend then watches it. And I'm pretty sure that more people after that happened, but I stopped getting updates on it. Oh, that's beautiful. That show is amazing. And it's also written by uh, the same guy who did ReZero. Tepe Sensei. I think it's Tepe Sensei. Oh, no, I'm, I'm really fucking tired, guys. Like, a holiday is... It's been catching up to me. This is my second day in a row where I'm off, and I never get two days off in a row. Girl. After all the crazy shit that was this holiday season, it's it's hitting me like a freight train. Bro, so yeah, I can't this... remember anything. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm in the same boat. Like This is the first time I've had two days off in a row in a while. And I'm like, well, besides my vacation that I took. But like that was just like, oh man. But yeah, no. That is was the big one for the year, yeah. I think. The big one for me this year... It's tough, because it should be Mushoko Tensei, but I'm still finishing it up. But Mushoko Tensei and Tsukimichi, I think, were two of my most look-forward-to shows this year. And despite that, and despite its 13th episode, the first 12 episodes of Wonder and Priority was probably some of my favorite anime I watched this year. If those first 12 episodes were all that Wonder Egg was, that show would be show of the year, probably. Like, 100%. But, like, the only way we could rectify that 13th episode is if they announced the second season. I, I mean, even then, it's just like that last episode is so pointless. It really is. Because they end episode 12 with I being, I'm going to be a warrior of Eros. And then 
episode 13 is her making up her mind to be a warrior of arrows. Ugh. It's like... Ugh. It's ridiculous. You... No, that's not how you do writing, and it's just a recap episode. And it's like, what makes it worse is they did a recap episode in the show. Yeah. And it was the best recap episode I've ever seen in my life. Because it wasn't just a recap, it was like, more. Like, we got more details from the... We got more details on top of the recap, and it led perfectly into the next episode. It I was mean, great, like, but like... fucking... You do a... You announce this... Then you're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a 40 minute episode. And we're like, great! 40 minutes of Wonder Egg Priority! And it's 25 minutes of recap. It's, it's like, just a on. normal length episode with a recap episode. Normal length episode with a recap episode and cherries on top. It's like, fuck off! Makes me sad. Every time I think about it, it makes me sad. But it's like, it doesn't make me hate the show. It just makes me hate that episode because the other sh- the first twelve episodes proved that it was a phenomenal show, but but it, that last episode uh, fuck it's literally the exact opposite of Spider. Yeah, exact like, opposite. Spider was horrible for twenty four episodes, but then that last fucking episode had all the effort put into it, and it was just amazing. <laughs> like, and which makes Spider, which makes it so weird for Spider. Is that Spider itself? It like in in contrast to what, what was the show that we were talking about this in, at that time? Like Spider itself, its story carried its awful animation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I actually went out and bought uh, the light novels and first I think two or three light novels and yeah. a couple of volumes of manga for that series after watching it. Um. And, yeah, it's like, this is interesting to me, but this adaptation is horrible. There's no way that I can actually watch this. Yeah, it sucks, too. Because, like, if it was, if you move episode 25 halfway through the season and then just change, like, the approach... To be like the first half of the season is just a spider, and then the second half is all the human shit, so and then you have episode twenty five in the middle, and then the end of episode twenty five at the end, it would be phenomenal. And trying to do the time jump sucks because because it doesn't do past, present, or future in a subtitle. You know, it doesn't let you know when it takes place. You spend 90% of the series thinking that they're taking place in parallel. You can only really piece it together by going with the little tiny hints. It's like, oh, uh, these these are the spawn of that horrible spider that's dead. You know, and you're just like, wait, okay, so, like, is this taking place, like, right after they've killed Kuroko? But not, what, how does it all work? And it doesn't make any sense. But then you, you get to, like, the last three episodes, and you're just like, oh, this is like a 10, 15-year gap. Yeah. And you feel betrayed, because the whole time you thought they were happening somewhat in parallel. It's ridiculous. Honestly, the biggest thing about that show that I fucking loved is and, and that... It, and here's the thing, you could fucking fix that simply by showing people other than Kumoko getting reborn. That too. Just that show too. it at the same time. Yeah. So you know that these characters are fucking children, and when you see them grown up, you know that there's a time gap. Yep. It, it's such a simple fucking fix. I mean, I don't know how you execute it without it being ham-fisted, but... Yeah, it is what it is. You know, that's for gonna... people smarter than me to figure out. <laughs> but I will say, um, with this show... The one thing that I actually really liked is that unlike 90% of media where elves are usually neutral slash on the good side. (laughs) Fucking military is fucking this. They are military and evil, bro. I swear to God. I swear to God. The author was probably looking at them and was like, what can I do with elves that's not just boring? Wait. 
what if I make them like a basically a borderline evil military regime undercover with the OD dude that basically can't die because he's essentially technology? Let's do it. And you're like, and like when you realize it, when you realize it, you're like actually like. When's the last time have when's the last time elves have actually genuinely been the bad guy? In medium. In any kind of media. Like like I And not like a fabricated bad guy where they're just misunderstood, like actually bad people. Yeah, like I'm I'm just over here hoping we get like an actual version of Tolkien elves where, you know, they're fucking manly as fuck and not androgynous. Cause Legolas, despite being, you know, light as air so he can walk on snow without leaving footprints is described as being decidedly masculine dude is fucking jacked look there are multiple tokes on tolkien that we but that that would we we need to make them androgynous and you know very very delicate looking no they're fucking built Look, listen, listen. We can spend an entire two episodes on talking about Tolkien, and I don't want to start that right now. <laughs> we really couldn't, because, like, I just didn't get into Lord of the Rings all that much, mainly because the adaptations just don't represent them at all. It's okay. I understand. Uh, anyways, yeah, fuck Yes, man. moving on, though. Um, Like I said, Wonder Egg was one of my top... Mushoko Tensei and Tsukimichi were two of my most looked forward to this this year, and they did not disappoint by any means. They both delivered phenomenally to the point where Tsukimichi already has a second season, and I'm waiting for the days for them to announce the second season from Mushoko Tensei. Like, and I know it's going to be a while, too, because they did a, they they did a phenomenal they job. They put a lot of work into this. Yeah, they put a lot of work into it. Like I said, they it was a studio made just to make Mushoko Tensei. But uh, otherwise, like, we cover, we watch a lot of the same stuff here and there. Uh, another one that I was looking forward to that I really enjoyed, World Trigger. What a comeback. What a comeback. To have two seasons come back in the same year. How many months were you saying this can't be Toei? I'm still saying it, bro. Like, it can't be Toei. Like, Toei, I don't know what it is. Like, you look at the animation style you they have. You couldn't have put a quarter of that effort into Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> yeah! Like, it's actually absurd how good World Give Trigger looks. one of your animators from the World Trigger team. <laughs> like, World Trigger animation is so clean. And, like, when I was watching it, when it was getting aired weekly, there was only one episode that I noticed that had the general, like, this is a weekly episode shit they fucking missed a yeah they missed the scene where it looks really dumb but otherwise like this is a blu-ray i would buy just to give you like an idea like i will buy the blu-ray for this nushoko tensei and probably uh tsukimichi just because i know the animation would just be even better and the animation for listen what 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 if i bought blu-rays for kill la kill because that's like my foundational there um if, if it's trigger chances are i'll buy a blu-ray if i see it um yeah. grid man and then albuda and its movie yeah that's fair but also your name yeah so that, that's five I, one of them was a fucking <laughs> one of them was a movie movie not a adapt not a continuation adaptation movie well, yes, but now um, there is one other one that I wanted to talk about briefly that I'm not caught up on because, like, there's lots of going on for me personally that I'm just still kind of, like, rewinding down from and getting back into my hobbies again. Yasuhime. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I like the character dynamics. I like that it's, um... I like that on the on the uh, modern times, instead of it being uh, Inuyasha Kagome, it's Kagome's brother that was like probably the main one besides out of the main cast of Trio Girls. I just want more, and I think we'll be, we'll be getting more, so we'll see. But uh, that one was nice. I enjoyed that, and yeah, I mean, like 
otherwise, like, there were shows that we watched that were kind of like, you know, this is good, but, like, nothing that stood out more than those. <laughs> There's only one show that I watched that I actively hated, and we've already talked about that at length. <laughs> and I don't want to revisit it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You know which one I'm talking about. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> but there is something else I wanted to get to before I forgot. It was something about um, when I said earlier about shows getting anime before I expected them to. Oh, God, you did. Motherfucker, he did it again. What? You predicted another one, didn't you? Well, no. All right, so. He, he hasn't had a prediction? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This one was already announced a while back, and I was surprised. But, um, well, not surprised, but, like, this, um, Spirit Chronicles. I wouldn't have been surprised if it getting an anime, but what I was expecting to get an anime before it was the wrong way to get, the wrong way to use healing magic, because that show was just better in every sense of the regards. Characters, progression, story, everything better, like, by far, right? It has an anime. It has an anime coming out. It got announced. It got announced like a little bit after Spirit Chronicles, but like there's a lot of shows that like that that got announced that I'm surprised. Uh, but I'm saying this now. The show that got announced, uh, Reincarnated as a Sword, will be when it drops, probably one of the most popular anime that year. I will say that here, and the only way that won't come true is if they do terrible in the pacing, or if the animation is terrible. Do you know the studio that's doing it? We don't. I don't know the studio that's doing it yet. Watch it be fucking Millipens, bro. Don't don't do this to me. <laughs> don't do this to me. Don't say that. What you I, don't want it to get outsourced to fourteen different companies that are each outsourcing? Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that at all. Like when I'm sitting here so looking well at Spider. when I'm sitting here looking at this, I would want. You don't want it directed by the guy who did Berserk 2016. No, that person <laughs> should be like acquitted for murder. Like acquitted is something else, my boy. You you know what I mean. I'm sorry. Convicted. Yes, convicted of murder because he completely destroyed any chances Berserk would have. At that time, I'm getting a proper reanimation. The only reason it would get a reanimation now is because the author died, and that's bullshit. It shouldn't, that should never have to be a reason. But, I digress. I don't want to get mad. I would love to see a studio like the studio that does um, that did Goblin Slayer to do this for Reincarnated as a Sword. Or, you know, obviously, like, I don't, I don't, like, obviously, like, if MAPPA got it or something like that, they would do great. But, like, looking at it, I would want that or maybe even Wit to be like, hey, we'll do another anime because their animation style is fantastic. But, yeah, Reincarnated as a Sword is a uh, show that you guys need to be ready for because, as somebody has said before, and I've been using it since I saw it, is a sword dad, is murder hobo, battle junkie, cat daughter. And that is what that is. They go on adventures, and that's what it is. It is phenomenal. It is great. It is a great read and a great balance of characters. So I'm looking forward to that. But outside of that, like this year, like there were a lot of announcements here and there. Like we know what we're getting next year. We know what to look forward to for the next couple years. There's a lot that's going to happen in the next couple weeks, uh, especially for Attack on Titan fans. They're they're ready. They are ready. But overall, it was a quiet season. A handful of shows that were really, really good, and then some that were just kind of like good in passing. And I'm all right with that. It It wasn't bad. All right. But with that being said, do you have anything else for us, Sir Valk? Listening audience, I swear I will do my best to be in opposition to Joe on uh, Reincarnated as the Sword so that we have a fair assessment when it comes out. Please, please do, because if... Well, no, I will be its hardest critic. If it is terrible, I will probably cry. But I have been a harsher critic 
on things that you have been a harsh critic on. <laughs> that is true. You are. Yes. Yes. When I tell I'm you, I'm an Val- asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Valk is a very much an asshole when it comes to these. He's very like I want it to be as perfect as possible. I am forgiving in certain things, but not everything. Look, Valk- I am. I am a car guy. I love Initial D, but. I gotta shit on it sometimes, because frankly, those you can tell that those cars are turning around their center. Yeah. Now, if Initial D got reanimated, I would fucking the... die. Oh my god, I'd be so happy. I mean, like, well, well, look, well, if you look at the certain trend that's going on lately, um, we're in the middle of Shaman King. I think that just finished airing ish for the time being into the next season, but. Rune Kenshin just got uh, announced for reanimation. They're going through systematically almost all of the major older animes and bringing them back in better quality. Fruits Baskets did it. Shaman King. Now Rune Kenshin. Like, what else? Doing it for all the shows that came out in that early switch from uh, 2D on paper or cell to digital animation so everything looked weird yeah they're they're going through and they're rectifying (laughs) and it's good because it brings it more it makes them more popular because the shows like they're they're choosing the shows that were still popular despite all of that and it's only making them even better so we have a lot i still drop fruits basket (laughs) (laughs) so we have a lot to look forward to but besides that uh it's gonna be very interesting next couple years for anime, uh, especially with uh, Hero Academy. Probably one of the better fight scenes that that series will have is getting animated again soon. It's funny because we said that about the uh, All Might versus uh, One for All, or All for One versus One for All fight, and there there is some shit going down with the enemies that I'm not gonna get into, but I'm just gonna say. I feel like we should be ready for some surprising announcements in the next couple months. Why? It's just a feeling. But yeah, I have nothing else. You got anything else? Nope. Word. All right. It's been fun. You'll see this up soon, and we'll see you guys next time. Until then, we're out.